This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What is up, everybody? It's an hour and ten minutes show tonight. We'll sprint faster than Carl Lewis, Usain Bolt. We'll get it all done. Shikari Richardson, she'll just barely nip us at the wire. This is so fast tonight. One hour and ten minutes, 1-800-636-1067. We know what the topic, of course, in this city is revolving around right now. An entire corporation is going to do shows all day from the bullpen coming up next week if everything doesn't hit any more snags right now but what is at potentially at stake and is a reasonable topic as those of you that remember when I was doing a different show at a different time I told you the entire time that that having a potential stadium site at RFK while the greatest memories of that particular franchise are in that building. You know, outside of Robert Griffin's sprint down the left side against Minnesota, outside of that, how many other great moments? Clinton Portis' first game as a a Washington Redskin, maybe? maybe? Maybe RG3, you know, limping up and down the field during a playoff game? At FedEx, Coach Gibbs coming back and, and walking out, at least in that stadium, and somehow with Todd Collins putting together a playoff team. Yeah, sure. Sure, there are, there are a few. There are a few great moments that involve FedEx Field, but not many. The greatest moments, if you go to YouTube, by the way, your boy's got a YouTube channel now, I am Pete on Sports. Opened it up today with some Jackson Holiday content. Had a chance to head out to Bowie to speak with the Orioles' top prospect. It promoted to double-A, the 19-year-old. So head on over to there. We'll be doing some live stuff from time to time, even when we're doing these shows, once we kind of figure out the lay of the land. But certainly going to be putting up some content there, daily sports minutes and stuff. So I think it'll be worth your while. And, of course, it's absolutely free, absolutely free to subscribe. Just hit up the subscribe button and come back and check each day. But if you spend a lot of time on YouTube like I do, watching the 82 NFC Championship game, watching Super Bowls, and watching, you know, the great history of of the franchise that resides at, you know, in Landover, Maryland right now, Ashburn, Virginia. They They call Ashburn, Virginia home, Landover, Maryland home. You can't be further apart. Maybe, maybe, you know, a city like Boston, and the New England Patriots being in Foxborough, where I will be in December for the Army-Navy game. Maybe that is far enough away. It's possible. But the fact remains is, 
you hold an attachment to RFK Stadium because that's where the greatest games in this franchise have been played. So, therefore, everybody wants to turn the clock back. Everybody thinks that the opportunity to find greatness again, if, if we just put these football players in that stadium, there's an aura it'll create, and all of a sudden everybody will be good again. This week people have been arguing about, you know, a guy having Washington Redskins on his Twitter handle and the team saying, hey, could you just kind of clarify you're not with us? It's cool that you put up some really cool highlights of that team of the past. But we just want to make sure that you're not associated with us. Now, I understand both sides. Sure, I mean, the, the fan side is great. Okay, guy does, whoever's behind that does a tremendous job. Okay, but got to based on, based on the team now. Teams got to be careful who is associated with them because, oh, we've had those stories creeping back up. That's why there's potential speed bumps in an affirmation of a new owner coming up next week. Hope you got rain checks on the party if something happens. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully the bullpen is sizzling next week with Grant and Danny in the afternoon just blazing a trail of of happiness and smiles and funny Danny cutting great jokes about previous ownership. But as someone who has always, and to what extent, you know, maybe I was part of the problem. I don't know. You know, through several years, I was always one that was, I thought, fair to the Snyder ownership. Mentioning how much they've invested, charitable in the community. Did they invest in the wrong people? 100%. But it wasn't, it wasn't like an ownership where for years the Bengals were taken to task. Just ask Jeff in Vienna. For several years, his Bengals never spent any money. Dan Snyder spent money. He spent it on bad things. Jeff George. Steve Spurrier. Jim Zorn. Vinny Del Negro. Yes, I know it's Vinny Serrato. But, you know, I mean, Vinny's, of course, hosting radio shows now in Baltimore. So, so investing money wasn't Dan's primary issue. He did that. However, as we have come to find out, there was some nefarious behavior that went on during Mr. Snyder's ownership that whether he knew or or didn't, success or failure of any organization starts at the top of it. That's what Mr. Beatrice told us when we were growing up as kids when I was eight years old calling a show, 1978. Felix Grant, please let me in, sir. Just let me be on hold. Felix Grant would say, you have to wait till the show starts. I said, I can't. I'm eight. I need to go to bed because I got school tomorrow. And if I don't get in line now, I'm never getting in. But Ken was right. Success or failure of any organization starts at the top. If you're a leader, if you're a leader, okay, people shouldn't fear you walking down the hall. Okay? If I'm a great leader, then... I, and I'm so proud to be the owner of the Washington freaking Redskins. I want to walk around that building. I want to shake hands. I want to high-five everybody in the daggone building every day and say, this is the look, we got the greatest team in the NFL. This is the greatest place in the world to work. Great to see you. Great to see you, Linda, John. 
Great to see you, Coach. Good to see you. I want to I be seen in the building. Okay? People shouldn't fear you. If you're a great leader, okay, people should be able to pick out the leader in every business. Don't stay on your half of the building. Don't stay on your floor, wherever it might be. Don't hide from your employees. I've worked for companies where I couldn't pick the person out leading the ship. And the greatest leaders I've worked for, I saw every day. Because they just, even if it was a simple, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. What's happening? What'd you talk about today? Yeah, those are the people you want to work for. Those are the one of people, those are the people that make your place to work every day. They don't put out a memo on Friday that says, hey everybody, I'm in charge. Have a good weekend. All right. They see you. They want to come high five you. Dan Snyder's not putting out emails to anybody. Except you're fired. You only sold 100 tickets this week. I needed you to sell 300. Get out. People feared Dan Snyder. That's not good leadership. Even I finally came around on all of that. It's not great leadership. Great leadership is enthusiastic. Great leaders are seen. Great leaders are people that your employees want to come to work every day, and they want to see you. They want to work for you. They want to work overtime for you. That's, that's what great leadership is. And Dan Snyder failed you in that capacity as a leader. For any of you that ever worked for that team, that's where Dan Snyder failed you the most. And he had the most power. He could have made this so easy. And even finally me after all these years, it took me all these years to finally. And and again, I work at the greatest institution of leadership on planet Earth, the United States Naval Academy. I watch 17 and 18-year-old kids come in there scared as hell, and they leave legends because that's what they do. They teach you how to lead. They teach you how to lead. And that's where Dan failed the most. Dan had money. Dan had power. Dan could have been, and think about this. This is why right now, you know, so many of you are still in on Ted Leonsis as an owner. Because Ted is, Ted, hey, Ted knows, Ted knows how you feel about the Wizards. You know how he knows? He sits right next to the freaking bench every single night. Unless he puts a friend or client in his seats because he can't attend. But 99 times out of 10, Ted or Zach are sitting right there in the front row. And they hear the smart-ass comments that one or two of you yell out there. They can hear you. And guess what? They come right back and sit in those seats. Because you know what? Leadership like that doesn't hide. Doesn't hide. Does not hide. Dan Snyder hid from everyone. That's not great leadership. There were people that probably worked for the organization that unless they saw Mr. Snyder on TV, couldn't tell you what he looked like. Never talked to him. And to me, that's where the man on the yacht out in the water right now is going to live a pretty comfortable life the rest of his life. Let's face it, Dan's going to live well. He really is. He's going to live well. Once he pays off all of the debt that he has attached to him right now with the $6.05 billion, once that 
wire transaction and everything gets sorted out and everybody gets paid off, Dan's going to live well, okay? He is going to chill off the coast of foreign countries in a boat bigger than my entire neighborhood. And you know what? There's going to be some people that will still never get restitution for perhaps alleged nefariousness that occurred while they worked for that organization. Because right now, everybody's trying to block everything. Dan doesn't want you to, to have any of the reports. The league, is, the league is now somehow leaking where these emails came from. I mean, it is. It, look at what this ownership has caused the NFL. It is absolute chaos. It's absolute chicanery right now. I mean, it is. It is, it is, it is at an epic proportion. The league can't get rid of Dan fast enough, and Dan is just like saying, hey, I'm not leaving yet. I'm not happy with this deal. Why? Why should we be surprised? Because he has failed as, as a leader of one of the greatest organizations. It was He was literally hand-fed, sir, here's one of the greatest organizations of all time. Just don't mess it up, okay? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have a license to print money for the rest of your life. Just don't mess it up. And guess what? He messed it up. He messed it up. At least when there was some some weird stuff around Mr. Cook, we saw it because it was it was one of his, you know, damsels in distress on top of a hood of a car. Everybody saw it. Imagine if they would have had cell phones back then. But but with with what Mr. Snyder did here in Washington, he failed you. He failed you as a fan. He failed you as an employee. All of you. Because he refused to be seen. He refused to talk. And nobody wanted to nobody wanted to come to work. Because they feared him. You should not fear your leader. You should never fear leadership. You may disagree with leadership from time to time, but you should never fear it. If leadership is great, there will never ever be a problem with you showing up at work that day. And working for that person. But that is where Dan Snyder let the entire fan base of Washington down. He was handed the Plum franchise. And somehow, some way, in many ways, he messed it up. But you know what he's going to do? The parachute's going to be $6.05 billion. He paid $800 million. So guess who wins in the end? Dan does. Dan does. He's still going to win. And that's going to make that's going to leave a sour taste in your mouth. He's still going to win. As for the RFK site, our thoughts on that when we return. Pete on Sports with you. It's overtime until 7:40. Nats and the Cardinals coming up live from St. Louis as the rest of the baseball season gets underway. Coming up tonight, Charlie and Dave standing by from the City of the Arch to bring you baseball coming up tonight. Back with more in a moment on 106.7 The Fan. Segment two, short show, we roll till 740. That's when Washington Nationals baseball comes to the radio. Oh, somebody said something really nice today about a Washington Nationals prospect. Go to my YouTube page, and you'll hear what Jackson Holiday had to say about the guy he thought was the most impressive in A ball that he saw. Go to I Am Pete on Sports on YouTube, and you'll see it. I've already tweeted it out. You can find it there on Twitter, at Pete Medhurst. I know my guy Toby Altizer is running the ship back there today. He'll be interested in that because why? 
he does the Bustin' Loose podcast with Grant Paulson and Funny Danny right here on Odyssey. They talk about Nationals baseball. It's an opportunity for you to learn about your Nationals. Uh, stunned me today, quite frankly, um, and how quickly Jackson Holiday said, yeah, this guy right here, he was he was really good. And as a Nationals fan, I think you'll be happy about that. I think my guys talk Nats, Nats Source, all those guys, you'll be you'll be happy to hear that as well. RFK Stadium, let's talk about it, okay? It's the elephant in the city. It's the elephant in the room. I told you long ago, uh, over the last two years doing a different show, that the RFK site was an absolute, in my, in my opinion, absolutely positively a no-go. Uh, in particular, if you were going to want all of the amenities that everybody else is building up, like a battery park in Atlanta and things of that nature. You know, we're not building a Mercedes-Benz dome right there. It's not, unless you, unless, unless you knocked out the D.C. Armory, okay, and a lot of that area right there. And even if you did that, that would leave you little room for anything else, okay? Ask the people that work, that, that, that have businesses around Nats Park, okay? And I guarantee you their receipts are probably 15 times better right now while the Nats and D.C. United are playing and the loyal fan bases that check in with the D.C. defenders while they're playing down there. So say from late February to September, okay, you probably do pretty decent because of the the Nationals, D.C. United, and the D.C. defenders' schedule. But I guarantee you the weeks that the Nats are home are significantly better than the weeks when the Nats are on the road, like right now. The All-Star break in St. Louis, and now the Cubs, they're going to be at Chicago. I guarantee you the last 10 days, you'll look back on this, say, like next Wednesday, and, and you would look back if you're one of these businesses last 10 days and go, wow, you know, my, my receipts aren't as, aren't as busy. Why? Because the Nats weren't here. So 19,000, 20,000 people weren't coming down to the ballpark on the weekends. You know, when there's a giveaway, there's 30,000-plus because everybody wants that bobblehead. So why does that work? Why does it work? Because D.C. United plays a lot of games. Major League Baseball sure as hell plays a lot of games. So that's at least 81 home dates that the Nationals are going to have something going on down there and even on the nights where there are only 9,000 or 10,000 at Nats Park, if a 1,000 of you stop in those businesses, many of them who run a, a very nice ship down there, serve very good food, have service that works incredibly hard for you on your behalf, and business owners that care about the product they serve you, okay, if a 1,000 of you go in there on the night of a game, that business has a chance to win. So think about this. Are we going to build something like Battery Park in Atlanta? I've been there. I've seen it in action. Are we going to build that down at RFK? Here's why Battery Park works. You can go to Battery Park no matter what and have a really good time. Are you going to come into one of the most unfriendly towns on planet Earth as a consumer and and get brutalized paying for parking and if you're going 37 and a 25 which doesn't seem you know that fast on a straightaway 
where there's a speed camera just waiting to take your picture so we can chalk up, you know, a couple of hundred bucks on your behalf. Thank you very much. Send it to the city. I mean, coming into D.C., D.C. makes itself as unfriendly a place as you could possibly, possibly be. And, and that, my friends, with only eight home games or nine home games, and my goodness, if this team ever becomes a playoff team again, maybe a tenth home game, do you think anybody else is, is running down to that area just to come in for the eats? Because I don't believe Mr. Leonsis is going to share some facility down there with them, and so you get all the indoor stuff down there. I mean, maybe, maybe the city could build something and make it financially feasible for Ted to do that. But, boy, they would have to really make a good offer because I can't believe Ted would want to share a building with a business you know, partner that he's already sharing in a league with, Josh Harris, owner of the Sixers. And as Tom Lavero dropped on the airwaves the other day, the little nugget about, you know, especially with Harris pursuing the new building in Philadelphia – they may not have the funds to build a new stadium here. Where's that money going? Where's it coming from? Phil Mendelson said, we got no more cash. We have no more cash. We can't borrow from anywhere else. So where's the most feasible place to build a stadium for the Josh Harris group? We'll tell you next right here on 106.7 The Fan. Welcome back. Wonder Twin Powers activate in the form of a radio host. With you tonight till 740, you and me back tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, right here on The Fan. We'll be with you till noon tomorrow. And I also have now uh, managed to confiscate a Sunday shift that begins at 11. So 9 to noon tomorrow, and then you and me, I believe, starting at 11 on Sunday. So plenty of time for you and I to talk about the world of sports over the weekend right here on 106.7 The Fan. Now, let's talk in, in earnest here about RFK Stadium and finish the thought process here. Unless you wipe out, you know, some homes, some parking lot, remember there's water on one side, so you can't touch that side as you come across the bridge there on East Cap in the direction from Central Avenue toward East Cap and then obviously the circle around RFK. Are we really going to build some kind of village around there for eight to nine home games a year, and nobody else is coming down there. Sorry, sorry. The people that live in Northeast might show up. But the people that live on the other side of the water, coming from the Minnesota Avenue area, on that side of Northeast, not many of them are affording what you're going to build on that side. So they're not going to be regular customers of yours outside of setting up maybe a vending table on a Sunday afternoon during an NFL game. Yeah. So you're not going to get the everyday foot traffic that you're thinking from the neighborhood there. I've refereed a couple of the schools over there. We're not knocking down schools. We're not knocking down row houses. That's people's living. That's affordable housing for a lot of those people. Look around Nats Park right now right where our radio station is, full disclosure. One-bedroom apartment, okay? Less than 1,000 square feet, one-bedroom apartment, right across from, from where Toby Altizer, he can look out the window and see it, $400,000. Our friends on Minnesota Avenue are not coming over to pay $400,000 for a one-bedroom. It's not going to happen. So we're not going to build 
that kind of stuff like they have down here around Nats Park and, and completely refurbished this area. At some point, at some point, you keep running people out of the city. Some have been able to find some affordable stuff out in Prince George's County and places. Go down and look around what's happened down in the Brandywine area. Stoplights every eighth of a mile getting down to Ross Rudder's joint down there in Waldorf. Shout out to Ross Rudder, Ben Conti, my loyal guys. Appreciate you. If you don't have friends like them, you can't do this business. They come back no matter what. Great content connoisseurs. Appreciate them. So, so let's be realistic. If we build a stadium to just play football, that's not good enough, everybody says. Okay? It's not good enough. We can't build this extravaganza down there because Phil Mendelson doesn't have the money. The mayor's not going to go find the money. We believe now the Harris Group doesn't have the money, especially if Josh pulls this thing off in Philadelphia that he's trying to pull off already. And at that point, who's building? Who's building and where? Which leads us to where they will build this. They're going to build it right where Josh Harris owns it. Right, right, right outside of the Prince George's Learning Complex Center. That big open parking lot. They're either going to do a massive facelift on, on FedEx or they're going to build a new one right there on that property. Why? Because they own it. They own it. They don't have to buy it from anybody else. They don't have to lease the land from anybody. It's theirs. As you can hear the thunder in the background as my dog is letting you know there's thunder out there, Dad. So you have to, I believe, unless Virginia comes rolling in with a financial package of unbelievable proportions, unless the state of Virginia somewhere most notably Loudon, because that's where, that's where they train. I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a player, I'm pretty angry. I got to go, you know, seemingly halfway around the country to get to my games on Sunday when they're at home. So you're either going to go out there because Virginia comes in and makes you a deal you cannot refuse, or you're going to build this thing on the property at FedEx because you already own the land. That's where it's going to end up, whether we like it or not. RFK is a pipe dream, unless someone comes in with financing that we don't see coming at this point. So all of that, uh, that oh, they've got a metro. Yeah, that's great. If you want all of this stuff. See, the problem was when RFK was rolling and you were shaking the stands and you are beating the Cowboys and Rigo's taking bows in front of the crowd, and all that stuff, having all that stuff around your stadium, nobody cared. It didn't mean anything to anybody. Now, all of a sudden, if you build a new stadium, you got to have all these amenities. you gotta, you got to wow me. you got to want to date me on Sunday. It's not just a football game. you gotta, you got to give me places I can go have a beverage afterwards. You, you gotta, uh, you, we got to be able to go out and have something to eat there. we got to be able to party a little bit in the afternoon after that one o'clock game where we've sat in the stands for three hours probably four by the time you get in there before the game and by the time you get out of the stadium yeah we want to go out we want to have a cheeseburger and a couple of beers yeah we want some we want some craft beer 
You know, we're not going to drink Budweiser or Coors Light. We're, we're going to drink craft beer. Somebody's going to make a craft beer. Maybe they'll bring the. Maybe they'll make the Josh Harris brew. Because he bought the team from Dan Snyder, the magic, the 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 magic wand, you know, with Magic Johnson being a part owner. Whatever it is, we got to have that. We can't build a new stadium without that. But as I said to you. If you're going to build all that, where's the one area where you're probably going to get a lot of business, no matter what time of year it is, from the community? Who can afford it? It's Loudoun County. It's that area out there that's more likely to patronize that area year-round. So if you're going to be a business that invests in an area where a new stadium goes, remember, there was a famous linebacker for this team. That tried to do that. How did that go? It didn't, did it? Huh? Mm Mm-mm. There's nobody over there when the team's not playing. They they didn't show up in droves just because there was a famous person's name on the building. No? No, no. So if you're going to build something that has these, these restaurants and shops and all this other stuff, you got to build it somewhere where people are likely to support those businesses year-round. And that, my friends, is somewhere out in northern Virginia. And and that puts you in a predicament. I had It was somebody who was so funny. People, people were calling up Linnell last night. Shout out to the youngest in charge movement. Young fella crushed it this week with a lot of great hours with the All-Star break. A rising star in our profession. He has a lot of fun, but he is 25. Okay, so he missed the good stuff. Okay, he missed the good stuff. He missed the good times. And we have to let go of that. Okay, we have to let go of RFK. Now, FedEx, to many of you, has many terrible memories right now. So, what do we do? We got to build a new one somewhere else. Where is that place going to be? It's probably going to be out in Loudoun County because guess what? They have the potential financing. They've still got some land they can build around out there. But Virginia represents money. Okay? Go look at the best counties in terms of finances around, around the country. Not just the area, the country. Who shows up in those? Fairfax and Loudoun County. Where are all those tech companies building? Fairfax, Loudoun County. Okay? Why do you think they're charging you $9 million to use the Dulles Toll Road now? Because there's a lot of people going out that way every day. Because they're working out there. They're living out there. And the rest of you have said, to hell with that. I'm going out 66, and I'm going up 28, and I'm going to fight all those traffic lights because I don't want to pay that $9 million on the Dulles Toll Road. You're, you're going out there, stoplight every mile on Route 7, on single-lane highway. Why? Because you don't want to pay that toll out there. But guess what? You live out there now. You have to. you got to find a way. But that's where the money is, friends. Drive out to that corridor. Okay? Everything is always about the money. Follow the money. And the money, my friends, is in Northern Virginia. So, if they're looking for someone else to finance this, 
I think the state of Virginia is still coming in well from a power perspective. Now, what could help Maryland's cause? Believe it or not, if all this money that Wes Moore has set aside in Maryland, shout out to my state that voted for a guy none of us had ever heard of in our state to be the governor. Shout out for that. Wes has got money he wants to give the Orioles. The Orioles will not sign the lease yet. So if for some reason, and I don't believe that's going to happen, if you think the Orioles are leaving Baltimore, I've got some, some you know, wetland in a dry country to sell you. But if for some reason Westmore can't use that money on the Orioles, then maybe, just maybe, it's enough to get something started to help the commanders stay in Maryland. But I think D.C. is out. I think FedEx is at least in play because Josh Harris will own it. And that's one less bill he would have to pay for it. But if you follow the cash, my friend, the cash is out in northern Virginia. Why do you think all the people at 106.7, the fan for the most part, the high rollers, the Kynards, the Paulsons, the Bishops, where do they live? Follow the money. They live in northern Virginia. Okay? Drab T-shirt. Northern Virginia, Matt Valdez, Northern Virginia. Follow the trail of the money. B. Mitch, Northern Virginia. Doc Walker, Northern Virginia. Scott Jackson, Northern Virginia. Follow the trail of the cash, my friend. That's where you're going to get a new stadium, in my opinion, if one gets built outside of Josh Harris doing it at FedEx because they have the money to do it. And last night, last night, listening to some of the people call in and talking to Linnell and and some of the incredible things that were being said, and you all were leading the young fella astray with some of your opinions and your thoughts on the information. If you don't think there's a bunch of people that live in Virginia that root for the, the commanders, you're crazy. There's a ton of them out there. Their season ticket base tells them that they know where the season ticket holders are. There's a lot more of them in Northern Virginia than in Prince George's County, which is one of the few places left where you're going to find Commanders fans in the state of Maryland. Not many, because the rest of them have migrated north to the purple and black. But Prince George's County, Charles, parts of St. Mary's even, Calvert probably holding on, but almost everybody else in the area has migrated north. The biggest part of that fan base and on their season ticket base is out in northern Virginia. And what better place to build a stadium than where most of your season ticket base is? And that's where most of the cash is as well. It makes too much sense. We'll come back and wrap things up. One more segment to go. Baseball coming up. It'll be Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. What did Jackson Holiday say that would make you as a Nationals fan very happy today. We'll play it for you next right here on 1067 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get a chance to be with each other for a change. 9 to noon tomorrow, noon to 145 on Sunday. Tomorrow, remember the old TV show 8 is Enough? Well, if ABC was interested... In a remake, they could do 10 is enough. We'll tell you tomorrow morning what we're talking about as it pertains to that and that potential TV remake. But today, had a chance to sit down with one of the top prospects in all of Major League Baseball. That, of course, Jackson Holiday of the talent-laden Orioles system. And he just finished up a ball playing at Delmarva and at Aberdeen, which means he had an opportunity to compete against a lot of uh, guys, obviously, through different systems. And, of course, you know, when you're playing Delmarva and you're playing, you know, at Aberdeen, that means you get a chance to, to see Fredericksburg and a chance to see Wilmington and a chance to see other prospects. Today, Jackson Holiday was asked, in A-ball, who impressed him the most? Here's what the son of former Major Leaguer Matt Holliday and the number one prospect in the Orioles system had to say. I was like Brady House. Brady House was pretty impressive. Um, I played against him in, in low A and high A. I know he's like their second or third prospect, but uh, he was pretty, pretty talented. Saw him this weekend at the Futures game as well. That was the only guy that he mentioned. It was the only guy. This guy came quick. I mean, quick to his mind, too. wasn't like he had to go, ah, you know. uh." No, it was boom. It was Brady House right away. So if if you're a national supporter, don't take it from, don't take it from me. Don't take it from Talk Nats or Nats Source or the Nats Farmhand Twitter feed, which plays great highlights of, you know, minor leaguers doing good things. Don't take it from Grant Paulson, who's, you know, hovering over top of, 
you know, Susana as he's warming up down there at Fredericksburg like he's a drone, you know. That, that Don't take it from us. Take it from somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about. Jackson Holiday. Told you, Brady House, that's your guy. That's the guy that impressed him. Came right to mind in a ball. So, while obviously the Orioles are a little bit ahead of the Nationals in terms of their rebuild, and there's a reason for that. It's because Baltimore was so bad for so long after the back-to-back seasons where they competed in the American League against the Royals and couldn't get to the World Series that they got to draft in the top five a lot, and every one of those guys is just banging it. I mean, every guy. I mean, and, and Toby can attest to this because Toby, Grant Paulson, and myself, we probably watch way too much minor league baseball, but every single one of those guys. It's not just Rutschman. Westberg's on the big club now. He's taking off. Gunnar Henderson taking off. Cedric Mullins got hurt. Gunnar Henderson, we're going to move you to leadoff, kid. I know you've struggled through the first month of the season, but we believe in you, young fella. What did he do? He said, okay. He's got like 13 home runs. Okay? So Henderson is doing well. Kowser's up now. Doesn't look overwhelmed. And they've got more. They've got more. They've got Kerstad, who I had a chance to talk to a few weeks ago. Impressive kid. Ball jumps off his bat. They're, they're moving him to first base down in Norfolk because they're trying to find a position for him because he crushes the ball. So they've hit on every draft pick. They've been incredibly fortunate from that standpoint. But when you draft in that place for a long time, you get that many picks, and they all hit, you're going to get what the Orioles are getting right now. We're hoping here in D.C., you're hoping Brady House falls to you because high school guy drops down the board people have some signing you know angst with him and he ends up down you know around 10 where you're picking and oh oh, oh, brady house is there he could have gone one two or three he comes to you you're hoping that brady house you're hoping that acquiring james wood in a trade for one of the the best pieces on the board at that time to trade in major league baseball you're hoping those guys become your Adley Rutschman, your Jordan Westberg, your Colton Kowser, your Gunnar Henderson. That's what you're hoping these players turn into. Christian Vaccaro, remember that name. Obviously, Gulf Coast League, I know, it's the bottom level. It's the rookie league level. But he's turned a corner there already. After a little bit of a struggle at the start of it, he's playing tremendous baseball right now. So there are, there are pieces in the pipeline that show potential. If you get lucky and four or five of them hit, then you can speed up the rebuild similar to what, what Baltimore has done. You drafted, I thought, particularly well this year Cruz you knew you were getting a you knew you were getting a player I mean it it didn't matter who the Pirates took you were still going to get a guy there's there you were going to get a guy not not a guy a guy okay and there's a difference just a guy is just a prospect Uh, you know he's okay but a guy because Skeens Lankford Cruz were a guys, those are guys that are going to, 
I think, be phenomenal players. Langford, extra base hit machine. Guy hits for power. He's an extra base hit machine. Just go look at the numbers. You're like me. you got SEC Network. You watch a lot of SEC baseball. Okay? Seen Dylan Cruz hit the ball seemingly 100 times. And every time I watch him, he's not. I, I don't know if he is as fast as a Corbin Carroll, but he's a guy that can do some things like a Corbin Carroll to, A, first of all, he's going to play great outfield defense for you. He he doesn't strike out. He hits the ball, puts it in play, and he runs well. What's happening right now around Major League Baseball? Tampa Bay Rays, number one in the league in stolen bases. What place are they in? Oh, first, Cincinnati Reds, number two in the league in stolen bases. What 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 place are they in right now? Entering tonight, ladies and gentlemen, anybody know? Oh, first, as my friend Scott Strassmeyer reminds us all the time on Twitter. Navy's SID, big Reds fan. Can't can't go one day without mentioning the word Jonathan India needs to move down in the lineup. Well, David Bell heard you, Scott, because Jonathan India is batting fifth tonight, finally. They've moved him out of the three spot. But look at what Ellie De La Cruz has done in addition to other solid rookies on that team. Matt McClain. And, oh, how about Spencer Steer, who's been there since the beginning of the season and has actually played some good baseball, but he's kind of got lost in the shuffle because of how McClain and De La Cruz have been for that Reds team. Now, if they are not in the market for trading for some pitching, that is organizational malpractice because they do need some pitching help. If they can get at least a pitcher, one, to help them, you know, they're going to be there to the finish line. The question about them getting to the finish line is all about pitching right now in the National League. So make sure you keep an eye on them. Remember, there's no waiver trade deadline anymore. All deals got to be made by July 31st. So all these people that foolishly still think they're in the wild card hunt means there's less to shop at at the flea market in baseball right now. But the general manager that makes the first move might make the best move because he may still get the guy that he truly wants. And that's going to be important here. You don't want to have to settle. You want to get the guy that you wanted. Because if you're going to trade assets – you want to make sure you're trading him for something that's going to make a difference for you. You don't want to just trade for a guy because he's – you don't want to trade for the guy, well, he's better than we have. <laughs> and and that's, what, that's what some guys will convince themselves. Oh, he's better than what we have. But that doesn't mean you give up great assets for them. And some general managers do that at this time of the year. And, and those are general managers that end up getting fired because they make those kinds of deals. Be interesting to see who calls Mike Rizzo. And, you know, you got to believe Kyle Finnegan, Hunter Harvey are names that people call Mike Rizzo about. Perhaps even a Carl Edwards Jr. before he got hurt. Do they call about Jamer Candelario? Somebody may call you about Lane Thomas because he's having a hell of a season, but, I mean, with how much you control Lane, if somebody wants to pay... A premium price? As much as I love Lane, I let Lane go play for a playoff team right now if somebody's willing to pay a premium price. But let's be realistic. Is somebody going to pay a premium price for Lane Thomas? I don't know if we get quite that far. But if a general manager does, 
Mike Rizzo doesn't lose many trades. Mike Mike usually does well. He wins probably 90% of his trades that he makes. So if somebody calls and asks about those guys and offers you a premium price, then, you know, hey, Lane's great. I love talking horse racing with you in the clubhouse. But, hey, man, enjoy chasing a championship playing for somebody else if they're willing to offer that premium price. So just some things to ponder as the baseball season gets back underway Starting tonight, Charlie and Dave back on our radio. All is well again. It's the it's the best way to consume Nationals baseball each and every night with Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler. They are the best in the industry, and they prove it to you with their consistency each and every night. They're like a quality ball player. They prove it each and every night. That'll do it for us. My thanks to Toby, as always, for riding shotgun. He and I will be in charge tomorrow, me, 9 to noon, Toby, noon to 3, coming up right here on your home for Washington Nationals baseball. It's the Nats and the St. Louis Cardinals, coming up next right here on Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 